0: Alright, everybody, welcome to episode 34 of NPC Talk. My name is Incronaut, today is January 23rd, 2016. And I'm here with my good friends, uh, Jeremy and Kyle from Southern California. That was just like the podcast. <laughs> 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 it's a boost. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's my actual wow. guest, guys. Wow. <laughs> wow.
1: This is a
2: NPC Talk. The SoCal edition. This
0: is is our first um, live audience with our new microphones, so hopefully the quality... It it seems to be okay, except for these really large portions.
2: Um, Um, No, I can't really see it, but Chris rolled out a really nice red sofa for us.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I'm talking real loud. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So, um... So we didn't, we didn't really get anything planned for today, to uh, no. be really perfectly honest. So, uh, hashtag YOLO. Um, so do we, okay, on NPC Talk News, though, uh, Jeremy just told me about being a curator for Steam, yes. which is, um, it's just like a Steam group where you can, I guess, recommend games for other people, and people can kind of check out, like, oh, you know, what, what games are you interested in, and stuff like that, and... Because we go through so many games in general, uh, we'll start up an NPC Talk cur- Curator. Curated curated, curated. curated. Curated group.
1: Yeah. I know, I'm going
0: to check it out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I already know all the great games, so we're all good.
1: Oh, that's the awesome. one
0: we can recommend right away.
1: <laughs> if, you, if you haven't checked out Final Fantasy VII, yes. check it out.
0: Kyle... Kyle... How so retro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think you're you're going through Final Fantasy VII for the first time, right? First time.
1: How how has it been so far? Uh, I love the love story. <laughs> I want Tifa to get with Cloud. Really? But she can't. In love for Aerith? Aerith. She I don't even know Aerith. how to say it it's, uh, the Aerith? It's Aerith. It's Aerith, Aerith like, why do right? they spell her name differently?
2: I don't know. I don't know. But that's my girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lady. <coughs> uh... So, Kyle, I feel like there's something you need to say. Special blizzard to
1: play Kyle Coban. <laughs> <laughs> I work at Blizzard. <laughs> all all thoughts are my own I work on the web team and I gotta take Jeremy and Chris for a little visit. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco office. It, it was is. really cool
0: actually. Um for I I doubt many people will get to see it. The office is pretty small. Mm-hmm. Um they just like a. You want to give a quick like
1: virtual podcast tour of what the office was like? Okay, you go into this building, yeah, mm-hmm. and then you go to the eighth floor, <laughs> and then you walk in. There's this big open space with uh-huh, uh-huh. couches and the TV and uh, kitchen. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, and the kitchen had um, they had some pretty reader. nice beer there. Yeah they did And they had a water And coffee <laughs> they, Yeah yeah <they>, <laughs> I'm not I'm not the resident
0: Alcoholic of the group guys
1: <laughs> Don't worry about it Oh man And uh Then Then there were some office Offices And some conference rooms It's pretty open
2: Yeah Um what we established is uh, apparently Kyle Copeland, Blizzard employee Kyle Copeland, does nothing at Blizzard and just play video
0: games and drink beer. <clears throat> no, no, we did establish that. Yeah, um, not true. <laughs> 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 they, uh, um, yeah, Blizzard they they have like a uh, like a game time, right? Mm-hmm. So every third week, yeah. So every every third week, they you know they give they give time for the employees to kind of discover their uh, inner gamer. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of Google. You know how Google has, like, the... Like, you kind of can work on your own project mm. during, like, work hours? Mm-hmm. It's, like, yeah. it's like the same concept, except, like, more focused on, like, you know, we're in a gaming company, so... We want you to, like, discover new games for, for like, your ideas and stuff. Right.
1: <clears throat> yeah. I think also the big part of that is they want us to celebrate, like, the work we've done. Because we make, like, three-week commitments. It's a way to, like, like look back on what we did and celebrate it, and also to, like, just get to, like, grow a stronger bond with one another. Yeah. Like, hanging
0: out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, let's see, a couple things I noticed going to the office. Uh, they had Blizzard swag everywhere, which is awesome, like... I should have took a hat. Figurines, hats,
1: like... Who are those hats there? I don't know. I I should have took one. (laughs) We're
0: like, do we even ask? Those are lined up of, like, awesome Blizzard hats. We're like, "Mm -hmm. I should have took one. (laughs) Uh, They had, like, really cool, like, posters, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, everything. It was was pretty cool. Um, And then they... I think... It seemed like pretty recently, uh, Blizzard hired like a security guard.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, he was like
0: this, like really buff, big dude. He was the guy that opened the door and for he, us. He opened the door for us, <laughs> and then I was like, I was like, Jeremy, is he a gamer? <laughs> is he one of the gamers? Because like, <laughs> he's I like Freakazoid from Cloud Nine. I, know, I was
2: intimidated. It's, like, I just remember he opened the door. It's like, oh, Kyle Copeland in there. <laughs>
0: We're looking for Kyle. <laughs> I don't mean any harm. Yeah, he was pretty chill though. Yeah, yeah he seemed yeah. like a cool guy. Uh besides that it was a cool space. Uh everyone was pretty friendly. Mm-hmm. Um, people had a lot of a
1: lot of full beards going on. And less cashes. Yeah. Those mows. People at SF. They're a little bit more eclectic. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah, so that's what we did yesterday. In yeah. order time at Blizzard. Um, let's see. While we're on the topic of Blizzard, let's, yeah. let's talk Heroes. Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm, wow. Um, actually, when someone yesterday asked us, uh, you know, do we think that uh, Heroes of the Storm could become a competitive MOBA? And, uh, that's a, that's a tough question. Even, even within our friend group that plays uh, Heroes, mm-hmm. we're, we're pretty split on what we think about the future of competitive Heroes of the Storm. Uh, Jeremy, what do you think? I think it's going to be a
2: different... Um, it's going to feel to a different type of demographic so it's going to I think in the future like pro esports team it's going to be you're going to see like league players won't blend into hero players they won't split the two mm. I think it'll be like kind of how you see like there's Cloud9 CSGO and then there's Cloud9 League of Legends and there's Cloud9 Smash Yeah, yeah. it'll be similar to that vein. like they'll have completely separate entities for each team so, you never know. What do you think, Kyle? I think it I think it would be viable. I plead the fifth. Oh, that's right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, I think it it's hard because um, I think the big thing about what's it called? Uh, heroes, like what makes them so unique is that you share EXP with the team, right? Hmm. And so um, a lot of a lot of people, although they like you know team focused games, they also like the fact that you have more individualized roles, right? So in League of Legends, you know you have the very five specific roles you play, and as long as you do your job and then and work as a team, those are like the two keys to victory. But then in Heroes of the Storm, because of shared exp, it loses a lot of the individualized roles and becomes a lot more about, you know, team play and team focus mm-hmm. and and that's great for higher level play, but it's a lot harder for, you know, the individual solo queue player to get into it because he's by himself and he's like, "Sure, I want to play with other people, but I also want, you know, the self-gratification mm-hmm. of of knowing that I do well in this game." Mm-hmm. And it's hard harder to get that when everything is so team shared. But um, I don't know. I don't I don't think it's impossible for for Heroes to maybe tweak a couple things or improve on a couple things to, to find that balance between having a more team-oriented game but still being individualized. Mm-hmm. And I, I think they've been going in the right direction with th- the past couple months. I think, yeah. I think Heroes is...
2: Blittered with Heroes is doing a good job of we're going to be our own thing. Um, it, When you compare to Dota, it's not Dota. When you compare to League, it's not League. They they Yeah, they share similarities, but they're not... When you play them, you get a completely different feeling. And yeah. for for me, players like me, where I'm, I'm always playing support or tank, so I'm never, I'm never, I'm never to carry in Mobos ever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for me, it makes me feel more validated because usually when you know when you play League of Legends, support and tanks are like towards the end of the game, you're really just not doing anything. You're not super involved. <coughs> you're involved to a degree, but I feel like I'm never like the guy that's going to change the game. Yeah. Versus in heroes like a single tank where you just tank really well for one team fight, or you just do enough, like, disruption to, like, get all the other heroes in, like, the assassins to get their hits in, you feel it more in heroes then. Mm. So, you don't. yeah, you don't get the stats or the numbers, but to me, that feels better than, like, you know, just being an accessory to someone's carry.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. So, oh, that's a good point, you know? Like, um, being a support role is... It feels more. There's more weight to it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Because I carry, so yeah, I don't.
2: You don't feel my pain. I don't, I don't feel the pain <laughs> of, of the
0: uh, of the peasants of the moba scene. My like freaking Yoda, and I'm just riding around your back and you Luke Skywalker. <laughs> um, should we talk about the story? There's a story to heroes. <laughs> the story of heroes of the storm. Yeah, there's a story. Yeah, I
1: think... What? I think <laughs> what? Think In light of us, Kyle. Isn't it like uh, Rainer and Uther? They're like hanging out and then... Somehow, how do they hanging out? Somehow there's like a rift that opens up to all the different worlds of all the Blizzard games. Okay, like, first of all, how you Uther... You to the Nexus to... What? Fight? I... I, I you know, by the tutorial. No, tutorial? What tutorial? <laughs> You guys got a tutorial. There's a story. There's a storyline. What? Are they releasing animated shorts, dude? There's already an anime about Heroes of the Storm. Is it really? Yeah. No, there isn't. Yeah, I think they have seven episodes. W- what? Wait, is it like Blizzard Ex- quality <laughs> animated? It's not by Blizzard, but it's been going around through like our email lists. What? That's People awesome. Like,
0: hey, check this out. I had no idea. Wow.
1: You know, actually, I It's like
0: 3D. I really appreciate Heroes of the Storm for. I guess a lot of the intangibles that comes in a MOBA, um, you know, story being included, they have stories, and then because everything is in, a, in the Blizzard world, so um, you have characters with really, you know, colored backgrounds, right? It's mm-hmm. like Rainer, you know, we all know and love Rainer from before. Uh-huh. We know, like, you know, I love Rexar from the Warcraft world. And so it's like all these dudes, you know, coming together. And then Blizzard does a really good job of saying, you know, these guys had very specific... Uh, personalities and mm. talents and things and they they really do a good job of like amplifying it in heroes of the storm saying like you know you if you want to play tyriel he really feels like you know the the guy who's like trying to you know redeem his sin- sins or whatever right so he's like you know it's like saving other people and helping mankind and stuff like that yeah so it's, like, it's it's really cool um i had no idea that there was like an overarching story though but
1: it's really just a joke. I was just joking. <laughs> if you go to the tutorial, they explain how the universes came together. Okay, okay. I'm not saying the story's a joke, but just... <laughs> I was just I, I, I was trying really hard to figure out
2: how is Uther and Rainer chilling. They're like two separate. Roles. You gotta watch the
0: tutorial, man. Rainer, yeah, I have no idea. I can't uh,
2: tell you. I mean, like, I don't watch the tutorial. I just it's like oh, it's like a MOBA. Okay, I'm playing League of Legends. <laughs>
0: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, League's story has gotten better over the years, because they've been really, like, working on developing, like, backgrounds and stuff, but seriously, I don't think, like, many people really know what's going on in Summoner's Rift. They're just like, okay, like, whatever.
2: Wait, there's a story to League?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah, it's, like, a a lot about, like, uh, the background on Runeterra and stuff like that. Like, Terra. that's just like the world they live in okay
2: yeah. oh good according to your poster they're all just having a massive
1: pool party yeah
0: yeah I mean that's cool too right heroes gotta swim <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: gotta take vacation
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um yes yeah, so have you guys been playing um any games recently
2: I just finished Witcher 2
0: you finished it really well I
2: yeah I finished it but then I it was, it was like I felt incomplete okay okay uh oh man which robo trigger do you need him
0: yeah (laughs) uh, we we need a Tim Cathers and Jeremy episode where we just go over Undertale and Witcher yeah Witcher
2: Witcher so it's like Witcher 2 is an interesting game I won't spoil too much but in the first act you're given a choice or yeah you're given a choice where you have to pick do I go and ally myself with this character or do I go ally myself with another character And then from that point on, the game kind of sets, it's like a fork in the road. So you pick that one character and you ally yourself with that character. And then you play out the story with that one character. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is while you're you're playing out the story with that one character, they mention the other character you could have allied yourself with on the other side of the battlefield. Mm -hmm. So you hear references about like, oh, you know, so-and-so is over there. And you be, you kind of wonder, like, oh, if I ally myself was that person, I would be on that side of the battlefield, and I would have a different set of side quests, because the side quests wouldn't be the same, because all my side quests are on, like, you know, side A. If I were was person B, I would have side quests on point, like, side B, and I can't cross over, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just, like, interesting. And then there's a certain point in the second act where you do cross over, but you can't go into certain areas because they're all locked, because, you know, the other characters is hiding there. Interesting. So it it makes you kind of it adds a lot of re- replayability to the game to want to go back, like kind of pick the other character and go down that path and see what happened. So
0: it's a lot of decisions, man. Like yeah.
2: So uh, for all of you guys out there, um, especially a Tim Chen twenty three <laughs> um, <laughs> on Twitch dot TV, TV, Twitch TV. Twitch.tv Twitch.tv uh, You know what? Internet's a hard <laughs> <laughs> Internet's hard, yeah Okay Twitch.tv slash TimChen23 If you're looking for an, a fulfilling, compelling or compelling RPG story with choices, Witcher 2 Yeah,
1: you finished it pretty quickly
2: Well, I I finished it quickly because I wanted to play Witcher 3 And I kind of wanted to do it because I wanted to import my saves um, into Witcher 3 And Witcher 3, I'll, I'm planning to milk it out more but I played it on easy mode, which makes the combat super easy. So I might do my second replay of Witcher two on the regular, normal se- difficulty Shoot. setting. Yeah, because again, it's, it's when you play it again, you're not getting the same game. You're getting a completely different story.
0: So, oh, I know. Um, I've been I've been thinking about getting Witcher three because of Tim Cather's and. uh, He's the Witcher Three aficionado. Yeah, yeah. He's been he's been uh, selling it selling it well. So any sale going on, he <laughs> knows about it.
1: <laughs>
0: and if you miss it on Steam, he'll
2: get you a the uh, bundle or something. Yeah. Uh, humble bundle. <laughs> humble bundle. He'll
0: find it on humble bundle for you. I um I bought Witcher Two on sale. It was only three dollars. So I was like, you know, even even if I don't get too into it, like you know, three dollars is like. It's uh, it's worth it for for a try. Save so. yeah, for the boobs,
2: man. Okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: it's definitely a game you should make sure your mom doesn't walk in on. Okay.
0: Whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa! Is it is it rated M for mature? It's definitely rated M for mature. Oh my! Oh my! <laughs> I uh, I I've, I've played Grand Theft Auto, but uh, usually I'm not a I'm not the biggest M M fan for nudity, but, well, I heard but it's a good game, so, you skip through it. Okay, okay.
2: And you don't have, you know, you don't have to have sex. You, there's an option that says, oh, let's just be friends. Okay. So you friend, yeah. so you friend down
0: the female, but you, you had sex with everyone? Yeah, i got a filthy slut. Uh. <laughs> 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 I wonder if your, uh, if your, you know, in real life personality gets projected into. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I should explain myself. <laughs> so, the first time I accidentally had sex with a
2: prostitute, that sounds really bad, but. Okay. yeah, actually. Ger- so, G- Gerald, the Karen, yeah. actually had sex with a prostitute was because. It was like, I was just like, the way the cyclists work in Witcher is they don't just say, like, oh, you know go do the side quest. It just happened through conversation. Mm. Like, you'll talk to someone, and someone says, like, oh, you know, there's this crazy monster in the woods. And then Gerald would kind of say, like, or Gerald will be like, oh, I'll, offer, I'll kill it for you for some coin. And then you, there's an option. Or there's an option, like, oh, that's your problem. And then you just leave it, and the side quest never activates for you. Mm. So it's, like, it's, it feels very natural in the way you acquire a side quest. So with the prostitute, it was, there was something like, oh, do you need a distraction? And I thought, like, oh, maybe this is, like, if I, you know, give her some coin or, like, bribe her now, like, maybe in the future side quest, like, she'll be a distraction that I can use. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> I would just find a distraction for myself. And, yeah, he had sex with a prostitute. And I didn't realize I was doing that until I walked into the room like, oh, this is a sex scene. Oh. Uh, oh. This is not what I thought it was. A- <laughs> <laughs> this
0: is what distraction means nowadays. <laughs> oh, my. <I>, not <laughs> <well, laughs> with the times. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not with the medieval times, I guess.
2: <laughs> so I was like, okay, I, I should have known that was going to happen, but I didn't. <laughs> So, good job, Jeremy. Nice,
0: nice. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited to try Witcher 2. Yeah. Um, it's between that and Knights of the Old Republic. Witcher 2. So. <laughs> is that your... the MMO? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not MMO. The um... OG one. The OG oh, one. Yeah, yeah I, I bought that oh. on sale, too. It's on Steam? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on Steam. Game oh,
2: okay. number two for Tim Chen.
0: You know? Yeah, game number two on Tim Chen's top three is
1: KOTOR's. So. Watch the episode, episode twenty five. I don't know what episode. it is. <laughs>
0: Somewhere, some of the one of the older ones. Um, yeah, I guess uh, going on the same vein of a really fun story, story based games. Uh, I just finished Spec Ops: The Line, and uh, we we actually finished recording um, Game Club NPC Game Club episode two. What's that? Um, game club, game club, yeah. So I have we have it uploaded as the last two episodes, okay. and it we me Ben who you just met, mm-hmm. and then our third friend Austin. We we started like a, a new mini series on NPC Talk called NPC Game Club. Oh, okay, and we specifically like play kind of like indie games on Steam, like you know cheap, somewhat short, like fun games. We'll play it, um, and then we talk about it. And the thing is, is we try to make it more, like, casual. Mm-hmm. We're more willing to, like, interrupt each other. We're more willing to just, like, spoil the game and just talk about, like, the meta behind it. You know, what we really thought about it. Okay. And um, so we just did it for To the Moon slash Bird Story. Like, the, the episode leading up to To the Moon Part 2. Um, and then our next one, which we, re- we recorded already, which is Spec Ops The Line. Um, we just, I, we just talked about it, and we just finished talking about it. It's a really good game. It takes about six hours to beat, so pretty short. And it's, it's pretty much, like, Mass Effect Mini. Like, it's, um, a lot of, it's a shooter, third-person shooter, where you hide behind things and shoot people. Uh, it's based on, like, um, like a military squad going to Dubai. And... There's a lot of like kind of mini choices you can make throughout the game, and the store It's really, really narrative based, very story heavy. uh really cool game. Um, I wasn't sure if it fit like Timmy Timmy's um, criteria of like the game right, he was searching for, because right, right. it's not like super meaty, but it's uh, it's a really good play. I got it for I think seven dollars,
1: six or seven dollars okay. on Steam. On on Jeremy's ratio scale of dollars per. Hour. It's true. It, per hour. It fits them all. It might fit Timmy's.
0: That's true. I I think, (coughs) um... It it might have been about a dollar an hour. Because I I died a lot, so... It, uh... Kind of made the game a little longer. So, it's a little expensive, but you could replay it. There's some replayability in it. Yeah. See? is tried and true. (laughs) (laughs) Um... So, that episode will be coming out after this one. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, I was going to say something about spec ops. I forgot PTSD. There's a lot Pressing. of yeah. There's some uh, PTSD hmm. stuff going on. It's pretty intense. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Try try not to spoil it, but oh, what, what what made it memorable? What made it memorable? Definitely the story. It oh. it was um it was a really good story. The everything about the game is is just solid. The graphics were great. The gameplay was smooth. Hmm. Um, I really enjoyed just shooting people. And which is like ironic because the developers were kind of like talking, we talking, we're talking about how like these shooters like Call of Duty and stuff desensitizes, desensitizes gamers from like right, killing people, right. and then this game really kind of brings that out of like wow, you know, you're like shooting people in a game. Wow. Um, but I like still enjoyed it because I'm a terrible person. <laughs> but but uh,
1: <laughs> this game sounds yeah, I want to play this game. Yeah.
0: yeah. Spec off. Okay. Spec Ops: The Line. There's uh, other <clears throat> Spec Ops games, but they're completely like different and older. Okay. The, uh, the line. The line. Yeah. Uh, I I actually streamed my playthrough at Twitch.tv/Inkornot, and um, I also have uploaded. I also uploaded the the old playthroughs onto my YouTube channel, youtubecom Um and that's because like Twitch kind of gets rid of their broadcasts once in a while, after two weeks, and so I kept it on YouTube. The quality's not that great, so I have to warn everyone who wants to watch it. Quality's not great. Uh, I'm still working on it. I think my biggest vice right now is my internet, and Kyle and Jeremy just told me about um, power... Line adapters. Power line adapters. Power line adapters. So, apparently you can, like, get faster wireless through the... Not wireless. Not wireless. Wired. Wired through the, um... It's using your house's electrical wiring. Yeah. Yeah. It converts the
2: internet signal into an electrical signal, and it pops back.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure if my, my house can handle it, but we'll see.
2: Well, I mean, if your house catches on fire, it's completely Kyle Copeland's idea.
0: <laughs> um, um, how how fast is power line adapting versus, like, wired? Um, it can
1: be faster. No. It can be. Depends. Not faster than wired. Wired is... Oh, are you talking about wired? Wired, like, yeah, Oh, the no, wired is wired faster. Right now I'm getting about 70%, 70 80%. Wireless would be like. It's about. C- I'm only getting like 10%. Oh. Yeah, I'm doing like 100 megabits. Okay. It, I only get 10 megabits with my wireless. It depends on the
2: structure of your house. Um, if there's a lot of obstacles, which, as you guys haven't seen, Inchronos' room is surrounded by walls. Yep. And the router's in a completely different room. Yep. Wireless is pretty useless. If you use a power line adapter, it at least will bypass most of that until you do get 70 to 80% of speed- the internet speed back. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't have this, it doesn't deal with obstruction. The only obstruction is any electrical interference. So if there was something weird or someone in your house decided to like turn on all the lights and like plug in everything and just get every electrical. That happens in my house all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like someone just decided to just start plugging things into a bunch of outlets and then like just start charging a bunch of things then that could affect the wireless signal. But if you just keep it pretty consistent and like the le- it should be real pretty okay.
0: So, like, how fast is Ethernet? Because Ethernet's not 100. Uh, well, it depends on your router, right? I mean... It, I think that's probably the fastest you're going
2: to get. Yeah. you like, have, like, a gigabit.
0: You it know? would be, like, what? Probably, like, 95 or something? Pretty close to 100?
1: Yeah. i not a networking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I, don't know. I'm I'm not,
2: I just know that there's different power line adapters that have certain caps. Some are, like, capped out at 600. Some are capped at 500. The really pricey ones are capped out at one gigabit. But she, I was talking to that guy, he was just saying, If your internet's not even capable of getting one gigabit, then why bother spending like dropping an extra $30 $40 on a gigabit adapter? Yeah, like, yeah, because he's like, You're not even gonna get anywhere close to tapping that. So, you know, if you, if you think, Okay, I maxed out at like one, like you know, 500 megs, a 500 one should be perfect, okay? You're never really gonna get that speed, especially with the way.
0: Was it Time Warner, Comcast? Uh, Com- I use a s- down. No, AT&T no. Verizon. We switched from AT&T. I think we use a Stound. It's Like a more local. Okay. Brand. Yeah.
2: But either way, they're they're not going to give you that full whatever you pay for advertised as. Yeah. A certain Kyle Copeland and Andrew Toya can testify to. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think.
0: I mean, it should be better than what I have now. So yeah. Definitely.
2: It's definitely better than wireless.
0: I could I could use it so I can play melee online. Oh yeah! I've mean, I have this uh, one hundred foot Ethernet cable I bought to play melee online, but it's kind of difficult because my parents don't like a wire going through the house.
2: So. Why don't you like just shove it underneath the rug? I could,
0: or I could buy a power line adapter. Or you can do that. Yeah. Hopefully, it's really hopefully it's easy fast to enough. Set up. Nice. I just want it fast enough to play melee online. And I'll be happy.
2: It'll and stream. Be, You'll you'll notice the difference. You'll you'll pick it up right away. Nice. So. Uh, speaking of melee, Kyle, how do you like melee,
1: dude? It's awesome,
0: dude. There, uh, there. This a uh, big event just happened that, um, that maybe yeah. not all the viewers know about. Exodus four,
1: I think. <laughs> Exodus four? <4? laughs> no, not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Uh, Wait, is that the one where Moses goes in? <laughs> yeah, I, I really enjoyed Genesis three. <laughs> <laughs> It, like, made me, like, want to go and practice, like, right after watching it. Uh, was like, what Like, so what was, cool.
2: What was, like, the highlight for you? Mango.
1: Mango! Yeah, dude is trying so hard. He doesn't, you know? Mango, Mango's
0: r- run through Genesis 3 was, like, the stars were aligning for him. Just <laughs> yeah. Everything was, like, going his way. Yeah. Like, Hungrybox lost game one, like, for no reason. Literally no reason. <laughs> Mango was below the stage. Like, probably wasn't going to make it back, and then Hunger box went down to finish it off, and then Hunger box just ended up dying, just, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. And, um... And then, I think Plup was... Did you also play Plup afterwards? And then... I think it was Plup. And Plup just, like, died out of nowhere. Hmm. Just running off and stuff, so... Uh, good old Mango. Yeah, Mango, uh... Made it to, to the Grand Finals from Losers. Crazy Losers <laughs> run. And then, uh, Armada... Was too strong. armada was too strong yeah. who beat who the fox with peach it was crazy yeah he, armada couldn't handle uh, mango's fox on fox yeah. dittos so yeah. he had to switch to peach that peach is crazy <laughs> <man>. <laughs> I think I, honestly I think if mango camped armada because mm-hmm. mango was playing aggressive like all night if mango was just like I'm gonna sit back and shoot lasers and then like counter your, your aggression I think mango could have won but mm-hmm. that's just not the mango style you mm-hmm. know? Just, uh, yeah mango doesn't Mango doesn't play.
1: Pingo, Mango makes the player play you. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works. I'm not very good at smash, but Chris has been teaching us yes. some tips, some uh trip up. Yeah. <laughs>
0: some, some Marth tips for Kyle so that he can beat his roommate who yeah. plays
1: uh still haven't beat he play. He plays uh he plays like everyone people. Yeah. Uh,
0: What was my favorite part of Genesis? There were some really cool uh, upsets and stuff. You said I, the
1: salty sweet. Salty, salty su- sweet. I, you know, the
0: the hype for the salty sweet was so good. Like, um they had like what's it called? A bait do a video like you know, like it's just <laughs> don't think you won because of the glitch. <laughs> yeah, it's so cool. Um and then Nintendo did one where he like plays uh Ave Maria on a piano and he's like letting Hugs know like Hugs you think you can beat me but
1: (laughs) what's the thing between him and Hugs
0: Uh, apparently there was some like Twitter beef between Mm. them Um, like Hugs was like you know oh like you know Nintendude sucks like he can only win because like I'm wobbling and stuff and then Nintendude is like dude you can't even beat uh, Chudat at Evo (laughs) and then he's like you know I'm better he's like ranked higher than Chudat I think so he's like He's like, you can't even, like, beat me and stuff. And so they, they had, like, actual beef going on. Uh, so they are going to settle it at Genesis 3. But it never happened. They, yes. they ran out of time. Yeah. And then, uh, bait and S2J. Uh, like, S2J's too good, dude. He, he like, he learned how to <laughs> combo Luigi by, like, game three. And, uh, like, it was over by then. Just, like, combo heavy. Uh, what else, what else was there? I really enjoyed, uh, the the draft crew battles smash draft i missed that was that friday yeah it was friday they had um they had eight players that were voted to become team captains and then those okay. captains went through a draft like fantasy football <laughs> of like picking up players to be on their team, and then they duped it out on like a five v five draft battle. That's why there was like Team Ken and yeah, team yeah, yeah. Invader or whatever. Yeah, and so Ken, okay. Ken randomly chose Prince Abu on his team like super early, and we're like Prince Abu. <laughs> 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 what?
1: Hold <laughs> well, out all the secrets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> was there any good crew battles you'd recommend watching? Crew battles like ever in the history yeah, of the... Just a three. Oh, um,
0: they were all pretty good. Oh, so there's another thing called TMG, the melee games, and that's um, crew battles for colleges. Okay. And uh, and UC Irvine is the best. Um, Let's go. The best melee college, like in the nation, like by far. Like our team is stacked, Right. <laughs> nice. And so. I forgot, I forgot you guys go to Irvine this it's so great and so <laughs> zod, zod. yeah and so um, th- those are the best because you get to watch UCI just like yeah. smash other colleges it's so great so I recommend those those are at okay. Genesis 3 awesome yeah yeah they played like Arizona um, Seattle or University of Washington and then uh, for the finals it was someone else but was, some of them were pretty close. Some of them were like kind of stompy, and it was it was really cool. I was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, like you know, go Irvine. <laughs> that was that was my favorite.
1: <laughs> so Kyle, what video games have you been playing recently? I've just been playing Heroes in Smash. Nice. nice. What do you Smash. like about Smash? What I like about Smash, I like how you can like put your personality into it, and mm-hmm. how like. It's like always evolving, and it's not just like the same thing over and over again. And there's like so much depth to the game, and yeah. Uh,
0: I'm sure you see uh, Andrew's personality a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Just
2: swinging around, swag, swagging <laughs> yeah, it, swagging it. The new. What? What is he have a new top for you? It's like what? oh the knee electric knee pa- pause in yeah. the other knee. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he did that to me a couple of times. I was like, what are you doing? Why would you
1: pausing the game? It's like oh I see what you're doing. <laughs> I see what you're doing. I'm do it on every forward smash. Yeah, <laughs> pause the game. You should just
2: do it or like every time you see the, the little like glimmer of the point, the tip. Yeah.
1: Just pause it every move I do. Yeah.
0: <laughs> or do it, do it on the hair flip. <laughs> it's funny because like when Marth uh, edgeguards guards with forward smash, like sometimes it won't kill. You have to forward smash like multiple times, so you can just pause after each one, <laughs> pause, and then like Falcon tries to come back. And he's forward smash. and pause. would really mess with someone's recovery. Yeah, if <laughs> <laughs> you try to mash a button, you're like, what the heck's happened? <laughs>
2: so,
0: uh, nice. I I think one thing I've been struggling with heroes recently is um. Is like in in league you would main a role like, they the roles are so defined right AD carry mid whatever you would kind of main like a role and then you know you would always be able to fill if you had to because mm-hmm. you'll find other people who want to main your role but in general you're like you know hey I, I really want to play top lane like you know let me play top because like I'll win for you right and so um you don't really get that in heroes right you get you have the four roles right warrior assassin support and specialist yeah mm-hmm. but. I don't know, I mean, you, you can main a role, but at the same time, it's like, there's a lot of, like, fill goes on, and then the the team comps aren't as defined, right? You don't mm-hmm. have to have one warrior, you don't have to have one support, and so, it's like, it's hard to, to kind of figure out, like, you know, oh you know what, what do I want to play, like, what, what fits me, because yeah. every hero is so different, yeah. so, yeah.
1: that's kind of something I've been if thinking you go, about. If you go on, like, Hotslogs, there's, like, 10 or 12 different types that they define, the heroes as
0: oh like like yeah, healing support you yeah know, like, like bruisers and
1: mm. tanks and yeah
2: I wonder if they updated my hot vlog I was diamond level last time I checked <laughs> yeah you oh. guys are way too strong my MMR
1: was we like, just we just upload our wins <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I don't upload my losses I <laughs> <laughs> hope no one else did it I'm I'm silver and I've been playing like way longer than these guys I know and I taught them how to I play home. I know <laughs> you did teach
0: us how to play actually we have a uh, we, yeah. I still listen to Kyle Copeland's uh, Simple Guide to the Hots Simple Guide to the Hots yeah from 1 to 10 or from, yeah 1 to 10 get to 10 as fast as you can um and then from 10 to 16 objectives uh, objectives and then 17 onwards is team fight yeah. so that's the that's the, that's the key right there and then uh,
2: someone acting out of line you just put them back in line smack them silly
0: what do you mean by that? I have no idea. <laughs> it sounds good. It does, right? Wait, where's the uh, where's like the different roles? Uh,
2: so, uh, Hotlog or not Hotlog? Yeah, hotlog's is a great resource for any of you guys who want to play heroes. Since you don't know how to build a talent tree yet, just go straight to Hotlogs. Yeah, no. Uh, I do that a lot. Speaking of, well, speaking of heroes.
0: Chris, how do you feel about the recent updates? Nice. Um, yeah, so Heroes had a recent patch. Um, Big one. I think this past Wednesday. So three days ago now. And uh, it, it was... So the the HOTS community was really upset because of the pretty much Tyrande, Tyrande, Tyrand meta. Tyranda. Tyrande. Tyrande. What, what else, That uh, the meta was kind of... Um, that her and Diablo were like too strong of a combo essentially, and so every game Trandy would have like a hundred percent pick rate and like a sixty percent win rate with that hundred percent pick rate, and so it was like it's a little bit too good. And uh, I thought, I mean, I I agreed that she was too strong, but they they only had this scaling changes which changed everything for two months, and so it wasn't that much time like. They, I think counters could have been figured out and stuff. Because, like, that's how melee was, right? Like, everyone thought Sheik was too strong for the longest and time. And
2: here comes Marth.
0: Yep. And then Marth came along, Fox came along. So the meta always changes. And so mm-hmm. I'm, o- I'm always a fan of kind of, like, naturally developing meta. Yeah. But um, I also... I mean, I, I understand patches, too. Because Fox in melee is too strong and you can't do anything about it. But, you know... Um, uh, but yeah so they they made a patch which eh, you know after two months um, they made like the first real balance patch and uh, they nerfed Tyrandi with uh, just her numbers so her yeah. her kit feels the same she yeah. still heals she still has vision so she still does everything but um, just the stun isn't as long vulnerability it's, it's isn't as uh, strong 0.25 seconds left yeah which
2: it's, and this game is a huge difference when you chain it with Diablo
0: yeah yeah her vulnerability doesn't do as much,
1: and uh, I yeah, thought of stock longer cooldown. Yeah, longer cooldown. That's yeah. big. That one's well, big. Blizz heal, I think too. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so they they nerfed her pretty hard. Um, they <clears throat> said after day one, she still had like a fifty-two percent win rate, and she was picked a lot less. So that's that's good numbers. Um, I thought Blizzard did a really good job with the patch overall. They uh, they didn't oh, they they decided to keep things conservative. Yeah. And they said, you know, we we want to change things, but we don't want to overdo it. We mm. want to just, if she's still too strong, we'll, we'll come back to it. But, you know, we'll just nerf things a little bit and kind of see how it goes from there. Uh, and I agree with that uh, mindset. Uh, the The game seems a lot better now. I honestly haven't played too much in the past week. Been busy uh, with uh, work and hang out with these bozos. Oh, so no, yeah. <laughs>
1: it's just a uh, big gay three day. <laughs> yeah, it came out Wednesday, and then we came up Thursday night. So yeah, yeah, we have so, you not know, played too much. Well, it didn't. This patch didn't really affect me. because it didn't really
2: affect any of the characters that play us. So Cap primarily played tank and support. Mm-hmm. They really did. oh Malpheron got a change, but I didn't. I didn't really look into it because I don't play Malpheron. So
1: yeah, they added a cleanse change for oh. support too.
2: Uh, all I know is I'm all about that murky life. The murky life.
1: <laughs> the murky life. I'll oh, uh,
2: put him into his own class. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh He's such a special character. I hold him dear in my heart. Yeah.
1: It's hard. Uh, it's hard for me to play him. I don't understand him yet. All you have to know is
2: it's just, you live, you die, and you live again. <laughs> that's, all, that's, that's your motto. Yeah. You go into the game with that motto and you'll be fine. Okay. You live, you li- die, you live again. <laughs> And then when in doubt, just say, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to unload all my skills, die, and then come back and just unload all your skills, die, come back, unload all your skills, murking in a nutshell. Boom. <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to die that much, but...
0: <laughs> Dude, right, because the stack's on the... In Hotdog, can I see what heroes counts for these sub subclasses? Uh, I think there is, yeah. I think if you just touch... Yeah. My iPad's super slow because I just updated the iOS because um, I, I needed the new Twitch because you can watch uh, Twitch VODs on mobile now but you need the new iOS to do oh. it oh I just use my hmm. phone yeah I use my phone too but sometimes I uh, like the bigger screen
2: yeah um shoot I was going to ask you about
0: something. oh Overwatch Overwatch. Overwatch I just finally about time um yeah Overwatch they sent an update uh just like a really quick note they're saying that they're working on a new game mode Which is cool. Uh, New maps, and they want—they understand the need for a progression system. Which um, I guess, yeah. My my two main problems with Overwatch was uh, possibility of no ranked on launch, which I'm like, dude, I need ranked. Otherwise, I'm not gonna play. And I need a progression system because beta is really cool, but they only had kind of one game mode, and there was any progression system, so it felt like you were just playing the same thing over and over, which was fine, but then it kind of felt like a waste of time after a while. Um, and so I think with Progression and Ranked, um, the game's, like, I'm, I'm almost ready to uh, pre-order it. The, it's out, It's 20% off on Amazon for pre-orders. Whoa. Yeah, for but not for the base, only Origins and Collectors. Mm-hmm. But uh, 20% off Origins is $48 pre-order. So that's like super good. Eight dollars for hmm. all the Blizzard, uh, all the Blizzard stuff. So uh, anyway, the so the pat the they're saying the closed beta will come back mid February with uh, yeah new game mode, maybe progression, new maps. Uh, I don't think new characters. They really want to keep the characters they have kind of there. Yes, they want to keep the characters they have kind of um there to to base the game out and so they're not going crazy on new characters yet. Um besides that, um I don't I don't remember anything else about uh, Overwatch. That's about it right there. I mean yeah. it was a pretty vague.
2: Well no not vague, but it was it, pretty vague. Was yeah pretty I guess weird. it's vague. It was they just kinda said eight coming back February. Mm-hmm. So and there's gonna be some sort of I guess there'll probably be beta testing and progression or something. So no. I'm not. I can't confirm anything. So that's yeah. the implication that the update said was there's gonna be a progression, and are working on a new game type. Whether that's gonna come back when the beta comes back, we don't know.
0: hmm mm-hmm.
2: So I kind of curious what it's gonna be. I hope it's not capture the flag.
0: Capture <laughs> <sighs> the flag, they're saying, was too hard because the tracer. Well. Originally, they were trying to figure it out, because they were trying to figure out, like, how, how would that work
2: with Tracer, especially with, you know, how fast Respawn is. So, if Tracer was to run somewhere, drop it off somewhere where only Tracer, only Tracers and certain characters can get it, then, like, you know, Tracer can die, leave the flag there, and then come back, just blink all the way through, pull it, and then, like, drop, move it like a couple more inches. Yeah. So, they were saying, like, Tracer's a little bit difficult to capture the flag. But then in the end, I just don't really like capture the fly game types. Mm. Cause they're they're not as exciting to me. Mm. So I don't know. I like I kind of like more like King of the Hill type stuff. Those are fun. And Overwatch does have a game type similar to that, so I don't think it'd be King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. So yeah,
0: that, I miss Overwatch. Me it, too. It was fun. Yeah. Fun, fast paced.
1: Yeah, I like the developer updates they've been having too. Mm. So they are gonna be able to like bring up concerns. Wait, what? That the players have had. There's been like developer updates on YouTube. That's how they decided. You know, like, downloadable content's gonna be free. Oh and yeah, yeah. It's like, <clears throat> how's the ranking system gonna work out? Like, here are some of the ways we've thought about it so far. And oh, I didn't. I didn't know these videos existed. You gotta check them out. Where can we find these videos? I think it's. YouTube Overwatch, developer uh, right. update, and then
0: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple of them, but uh,
1: I've been all, all over Heroes of the Storm. So yeah, <laughs> Just, I like how Blizzard is trying to let the community know like, that they, they care about them, and like we hear what you guys are saying. Let's talk about it mm-hmm. instead of like leaving them in the dark.
2: Yeah, like certain game companies. I don't know. <laughs> think, oh, I, I can't think of the top of my head. If I do, I can... I'll remember. Oh, you know what? Okay. If, we love
1: all game companies. Yes. <laughs> Wait, are you speaking for
2: Kyle Copeland, or are you speaking for The Collective 3? The Collective. Okay. One thing I don't understand is Star Citizen. Like, how does that game crowdfund so much money? Um, I've seen a, pl- a friend play it, but I don't know too much about it. I mean, but it's just like... It, it's almost borderline like ridiculous how much money they have for developing one game. Like I don't even think Triple A games get that much money to develop. Star Citizen is sitting at right now, like, I think like five hundred million, I wanna say. Dang, on uh,
0: Kickstarter, right?
2: No, not anymore. They got they get kick they moved on from Kickstarter to wow. like their own their own like crowd they're they're now completely on their own source funding. They started on Kickstarter.
0: Is um is Star Citizen the like 32-bit or like 16-bit? Um, no,
2: it's it's like it's I mean it looks like a very nice game and very well polished game, but it's just like people have been like crowdfunding this game forever and it's like hmm.
0: I don't think I know anything about this game. I think I heard it from you about Star Citizen. Yeah,
2: it's like I got to look it up. It's like it's supposed the release this year. But it's been in, it's been in, like, alpha since, like, when did it, okay, I gotta find when did it first come out?
0: I'm looking up images of Star Citizen. Oh, okay, okay, so it is not the game I was thinking of.
2: Okay, it started in 2011. It officially started development in 2011. And it's now at, and it started as a Kickstarter game. Wow, that looks beautiful.
0: It looks like um Holy smokes. It looks like Eve Online but better. Or like newer.
2: Yeah. And it's it's Dang. It surpassed a hundred and six million dollars in January two thousand sixteen. So not five hundred million dollars, but still a hundred million dollars. And it's not like a company or like a you know, a company's giving them that money. It's like completely sourced crowdfunded. Wow. So like gamers are giving money to this. So this is like and the original kickstarting goal was five hundred thousand, so they more than like quadrupled that number. Wow! So it's just like stuff like that. It's like it's crazy because then you put like a, a incredibly high expectation for a game that's barely, you, you know, that has development value, but it's just nuts. Which is kind of brings up my next question: Like, how do you guys feel about playing like early access games or like alpha release games? You were really playing I one yesterday. Opinion. I don't really have an opinion on it. Well you were playing one yesterday. Yeah. I like,
1: know people are like hesitant because they don't wanna support a game and just leave it half finished. Yeah, there's um,
0: there's a lot of situations of like games getting a lot of money, gamer developers getting a lot of money because they came up with a really good idea and then just a project never getting finished. And then when you you know get when you give money for like an alpha or something, um you you don't it's not like you get it back, right? Maybe you get a like a prize or reward, like, once it finishes, but there's no, there's no, like, oh, I'll get my money back if the game never finishes. So it's, like, a risk that you're taking, and I think a lot of people have been upset with hmm. the current trend. Hmm. But, um, I don't know, I feel like you're you're kind of accepting the risk when you decide to, to support a game in, in its early stages.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I have, like, my number one rule for myself is just not play alpha. I'll wait for a beta or something before I would dive in. Because I just... I just kind of don't trust <laughs> it all. I don't know. I have a hard time trusting alpha releases.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think it's fair.
2: Yeah. And then, uh... That, and, like, now with a certain climate change like, DLC, I freaking hate. <laughs> Launch Day DLC. Oh, I can go on a rant for that forever.
1: <laughs>
2: like, Launch Day DLC, to me, is, like the biggest sign that video game companies nowadays are like losing hold of what made video games so great in the 2000s and the 90s. And I mean, that's why, you know, Overwatch, I don't mind the fact that they're asking for, you know, you know, there's a uh, entry level or like, you know, there's a financial entry level pay. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, I guess I'm so used to it now, the general climate of free to play is so everywhere. Mm hmm. But when a company launches a game and then they throw in, like, a gigabyte worth of, like, launch day DLC, like, patches, it's like, why would you do that? (laughs) To me, that's the most annoying part about it. It's like, okay, the biggest example is, um, I think one of the Assassin's Creed did that. it It launched that day. You put the game in, you download the game to play... And then when you start up the game, it says, oh, we got to download another update that's, like, at least a gigabyte big. And it's like, I just downloaded, like, 17 gigabytes worth of the video game itself. Now i got to download another gigabyte that they couldn't just bother to include in the original download. (laughs) So it had to be a DLC download or, like, an update patch download. So it's like, what are you as developers doing, like, on launch day or, like, prior to launch day? You're just, like, sitting there are your their thumbs or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um it's weird because like back in the day like with super nintendo right you didn't have those sort of updates and so no. on launch date the game would just be released and then if you launch a crappy game you know you launch a crappy game yeah yeah i feel like a lot of things too is like the like consoles and systems nowadays are so complicated right that when you launch it like i don't know some something tends to go wrong right like oh the servers can't handle it or like yeah, you know Xbox Live didn't, didn't like accept our coding or whatever and so there's a lot of like patches that have to go in but it just seems like it does kind of come off as like lazy I'm sure they're not lazy but it kind of does come off as mm-hmm. lazy because like or, back in the day you didn't have those issues and or, it's like,
2: yeah, like, or how do you like not prepare for like the influx of new gamers you're about to have like um, uh, my best example would be like NBA 2K15 for example the classic launched, yeah 2k 15 <laughs> classic you it launched a friday it launched a friday before on um, or no launch it had an early launch like special access you pre ordered the game mm-hmm. you would get the game on thursday um well you try to launch the game on thursday it wouldn't launch because it says servers are busy or servers are down or servers can't handle whatever then you're like okay that you know maybe 32 is pushing it and our servers weren't quite up to speed then comes the actual launch day on Friday. You download the game, but then you can't... The game completely downloads and it's up and running, but you can't play anything because the stupid game itself is attached to like online servers. And so if if it can't communicate with the servers, the game won't launch Like certain game modes or types. Mm-hmm. And so now you can't play the game, and this whole weekend, like o- opening launch weekend, the servers were down, the servers were too mm-hmm. busy, the servers couldn't communicate properly, and it's just like... And everyone would just email the company, like, 2K, and say, like, hey, what the heck is going on? And they're like, oh, you know, we're working on it. And at a certain point, someone has to ask, like, how did no one speculate that you're going to have a user base this big? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, you're launching a AAA game over multiple consoles, and no one predicted that we might have more users than what our current s- servers are capable of handling. Yeah, And so stuff like that, or, you know, Assassin's Creed unity is like oh, just a giant mess and that game was released
1: what happened with that game
2: um it's just like it it was like super unplayable at one point it was frame rate issues um they tried to integrate like integrate like online play with like the solo play so that was like really glitchy and how that worked um the move, like the they said they revamped the parkour system but then when you play it you're sticking to a wall like a tree frog. Like you try to jump and then you just stick and then you just smash like the jump button and you're like just not moving. It's like how is this not smooth at all? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then people were just like how is it that a game that came out in like two thousand ten moves way better than a game that came out in two thousand fifteen or yeah. like fourteen. So you know, stuff like that. And so and then and then of course they fixed it by launching a, like, you know, another update patch or, like, launch day patch to fix their, like, errors. But that just, to me, says, like, someone didn't beta test it or someone didn't beta, like, or test the game enough properly to say, yeah, this might be an issue right here or this movement scheme. So, yeah. I don't know. That, to me, is, like, my biggest issue with DLC. And, or, like, you know, other thing, going, while we're doing DLC and I'm on my mini rant about how much I hate <laughs> DLC, is like, for example, like Destiny, games like Destiny, where they come with locked, they come with locked levels. Yeah. Only to be unlocked with DLC in the future. Like, if you perfectly designed, like, a locked room, like, oh, we're going to use this for DLC, we're not quite sure yet, but we're just going to put it in the game and lock it. Like, right. Why would you. Just. Completely don't make that part of the game. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why Why do you have to, like, lock it in the game? I mean, maybe it might be a shortcut in the future, but... Why would you do that? That's like a waste of time and effort for someone to go in and design a full-blown level. Like, um, there's a video, like, before the new, like, all the Destiny DLC came out, where a guy was able to, un- like, he unlocked the room and was walking around. And he's like, oh, yeah, NPC, like NPCs will be standing here. I can imagine something will be here. It was a full-blown level design, (laughs) but there was nothing in it because it didn't fill it with anything. Uh uh Uh-huh, And it's supposed to be filled with the DLC content, so it's just like, why would you... I don't understand that. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's the point of doing that? Well, that's my issue right now is, like, the current, like, landscape of video games and, like, how Mm -hmm. people are approaching DLC and then episodic games and other I'll say that for another rant. <laughs>
0: I hate episodic gaming so much. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of lot of the, the market of gaming has changed now because I think back in the day, there would be a lot of um, like release setbacks. Right? They'd be like, oh, we're going to release in November. And then they're like, oh, wait, wait, we're not done. We're going to release yeah. in February. Like, oh, wait, wait, we're not done. We're going to release in July. And people hated that. But when it was released, it would be a lot more solid, right? Because yeah. like, they delayed it for so long. And it's like, do you want to wait, like, another year for the game you want to be good? Or do you want it now and then have, like, you know, DLCs and patches and stuff to fix the game? Um, I don't think one way is right or another or the other. I think that, um, Jeremy does bring up a good point that the current marketing system is better for money grubbers that just want your money for cheap DLCs, but, um, it's not always the case. So, um... Yeah, I don't know. It it makes the bad worse, but it, I mean, it it helps it for the the genuine the genuine game companies out there. <laughs> I, I feel you, and so
2: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. I would say like I mean, you know, we, while we're talking about this, is kind of like a semi Blizzard focused podcast, but <laughs> 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 like when we're on topic of Blizzard, I mean, Blizzard was in for setbacks and delays. Yeah. But, I mean, whenever they release the pl- product, you, at least you know when you actually had it in your hand. It was pretty polished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone would be mad. like, oh, screw you, Blizzard. But then, like, when you get it, it's like, yeah, you know what? I have fun. It was polished. It wasn't like, you know, you, it's like, oh, yeah, we're going to, like, release the game now, you know, to make this launch. And then when you get it, it's like, what the heck happened, like, halfway through the development team? Yeah.
1: So. Yeah, and they saw that uh, bringing back the beta in January, like they moved it back to yeah February. They wanted
0: it. To they, be wanted,
1: right. or, they wanted it good, maybe
2: Yeah. They it good. Yeah. So I don't blame a company for saying that. You know, I, I I'm a little bit like ah, I was hoping to play a little bit earlier, but whatever. Yeah, <laughs> if it means a better game overall, then gaming experience overall, then I'll support the decision. Yep. Yeah. Because
0: uh, it's going to go on a podcast or something. Yeah.
2: So uh, <laughs> they,
0: they better watch out. Yeah. Or, you know, I
2: mean, now yeah. that Reddit's like a thing, so you want to piss off all those Redditors?
1: <laughs> I think the gaming community is kind of, since they've been voicing it so much, I think companies might now start taking that direction of waiting longer. Yeah. Like, I hope so. The community starting to be like, you know, actually, it's worth waiting. Yeah. Let's just give them a longer time.
2: Well... What's interesting is Activision actually, or is it, no, Ubisoft, they came out and said that they're moving away from annual Assassin's Creed releases, mm-hmm. so, right. or they're trying to move, right, and which to me makes sense, because there's too many Assassin's Creed games, like, annual releases for a, what's supposed to be a very unique story. Yeah. Like, Call of Duty, you can play that off as, like, seasonal stuff, but, like, I don't know. That's that's frustrating. <laughs> like you release the same game pretty much over and over again, you just flap a new skin on it almost. hmm So
0: Yeah, yeah, I can I can see that. I think just taking your time for a solid release. Yeah. I I like that. You know, there's so many games nowadays. I'm like you know, I, I can entertain myself for a couple months, you know. There's a you everyone knows my game on NPC Talk. Like, there's so many games out there. Like, there's
2: going to be more evidence as soon as we make that created list. I got that game too, going. <laughs> too. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, if you want to delay a game, like, I'll wait. I got other things to do, so... Yeah. So, that's... Don't, don't forget that, guys. If you have a game you're waiting for, don't forget of all the other games you have to play, because I know you guys have them, too. <laughs> oh, man.
2: Uh, so, Chris, now that we're rolling closer and closer to E3 is there any game in particular you're thinking about or waiting to hear more about?
1: Hmm. There's one
2: I'm thinking about.
0: Hmm. You know, I I actually haven't been like following the E3 news too much. I know, um, I know about Smash 4 and like the new characters, but that's not even E3 announcement. No. I just know about like Bayonetta and stuff. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I don't know what who's coming out Bayonetta. She's from the game Bayonetta. She's like a sexy witch. Yeah. Mm. And she's supposedly, like, she seems really OP right now, so we'll see, like, how it comes out in Smash 4. You might
2: need a robot Trigger to come in and commentate on that.
1: <laughs>
2: um, well, I, I don't know much about E3 itself, but I do know one game that's supposed to make an appearance there, and that's the Enigma of Kingdom Hearts 3.
1: Ooh! So speaking of
2: games that take forever in production and delays... It was Kingdom Hearts 3. Like, I'm looking to finally hear some concrete news
1: about what the heck
2: is going on with that game.
1: Have you heard? Have you watched the secret ending of oh. the second one? You have to go 100%?
2: Yeah, I did, actually. It's,
1: looks like it's going to be a tense story. Well, you know
2: what the funny part is? They already did that story. Oh, they did? So, Kingdom Hearts to me is... It makes no sense. Yes. It's like, everything about... <laughs> the game. Okay, the game story is confusing, yes. But then everything about the game, like the development and how they produced it, makes no sense. So, Kingdom Hearts 1 and 2 came out for PS2. Okay. And then they did that secret ending, right? Yeah. They did a DS game (laughs) to explain... uh, No, not a DS. Game Boy Advance game to help explain the backstory between 1 and 2. Right. So, if you don't play that Game Boy Advance game, you won't really get the full story of 2. Right. But mind you, Game Boy Advance is Nintendo. And Kingdom Hearts at the time was only PlayStation, and play, or, or it was only PlayStation Two.
0: Right.
2: So then that's confusing. And then they make, you know, the secret ending of Kingdom Hearts Two, and everyone's super hyped for Kingdom Hearts Three, except for the fact that they actually explained that story <laughs> via was it Chain of Memories? No, oh. they
0: explained that story in the DS, the, a, the over two. DS. Yeah,
2: yeah, in a DS game. So they went away from the PlayStation again <laughs> to do a DS game. And then they've just been releasing games for
0: Nintendo portables. They made a they made the prequel, uh, Birth by Sleep, yeah, for PSP. Hmm. So they have they have the whole spectrum of systems going on.
2: Yeah, it's like they have a hard time locking down one system. And then Kingdom Hearts three is coming out. Surprise, someone. So some people, it's coming out for the Xbox One as well. Yeah, yeah, multi multi platform. <laughs> it's a multi platform release, not PS4 exclusive. Or... Uh, no, <laughs>
0: it's not my thing, man. <laughs> Although Jimmy, Jimmy's, Jimmy's uh, hating on. Our, our last year's E3 episode, because. Um, oh, we had PS. We thought it was a PS4 exclusive. Everything was a PS4 oh, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 3 like <Metal> <laughs> like PS4 exclusive. No, it's for the PC too! Oh, yeah, that was my bad. That one was my bad. <laughs> <laughs> that was
2: a crazy one. <laughs> <I> like, <laughs> a certain Robotrigger tri- robot can testify to that. Um, but, yeah, it's just like. But, yeah, Kingdom Heart 3. This game has been in like development forever. Is it? How long? Since Kingdom Hearts Two came out. Did it,
1: are you sure they didn't take a Because it's came it's coming out for
2: the PS4. No, the like the, the director I keep remember I remember reading way back in the day, like he was like, Oh yeah, I have like a bunch of ideas and a bunch of plans for Kingdom Hearts three and that's when Kingdom Hearts Two like just finished and a year after Kingdom Hearts Two people kept asking like, Oh, like how what's the next game gonna be like? And he's like, Oh I got like a ton of plans, but I'm also working on this Final Fantasy game. And that Final Fantasy game was Final Fantasy thirteen verses. Mm. Which is now Final Fantasy fifteen? Is that the new one coming out? Yeah. Which is so thirteen verses became Final Fantasy fifteen. And then he at the time he was working on versus. I don't know if he still is. And now he's working for and then I guess he went back to Kingdom Hearts. I don't know. Like I lost track because it's just like it was super confusing on like how the guy was trying to like maintain Kingdom Hearts Three and like all these other projects and then he's like, Oh, but there's a pastime for a while you guys are waiting for Kingdom Hearts Three. Mm-hmm. I'm working on these like portable games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So it was it Kingdom Hearts Three has been a long time coming and I I'm really curious like how it's gonna be because I mean everyone and their mothers pretty much are waiting for this game. Yeah. It's been, like, a lot of people have been waiting for this game for a long time. This Is true? Yeah. Yeah. She loves Disney. My mom, too. <laughs> I'm sure she likes Disney. So, it's, it's like a... Like, Kingdom Hearts 3 now, like, this enigma in the video game community, it's just like... Everyone knows it's been in development. It's been... They've been working on it, but it's been taking so long. <laughs>
0: It like what is it going to be? Like missed, missed a few generations. But.
2: Yeah, that's exactly like people. Like, how long has it been since you played Kingdom Heart two, or even touched a game Kingdom Heart game? Yeah, it's been a while. So, like, to get like the old generation back into this game, because you can't just simply drop a new generation into Kingdom Hearts.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can.
2: You could. You think so? Yeah. I feel like the story is like at this point like whatever three stories is going to be it's going to be so confusing <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you play two though without playing one
2: to a degree
0: like, I mean, I think you can play three and it'll still be fun I, th- I it. think it would be fun but the story will just be like who's that character yeah but I feel like I, I don't I still don't know who they are even playing <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> yeah. well, you know Donald Duck Goofy and Sora right nope
2: nope nope and then Cloud is there too. Cloud. Uh, Severoth was the hardest boss ever. I hated that boss. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII and Kingdom Hearts. No.
0: Um. Yeah. Do you Do you guys have any any other uh, any other things you want to add? I think uh, we're closing in on a on a good podcast. I'm excited time, so. for the new
1: Nintendo system.
0: Oh yeah! Announced at E3. The Nintendo. Do they have a name for
1: it? I don't. Know. I think
2: that it's under a code name right now. Kind of like. Remember, like Nintendo Dolphin or whatever, Blue or.
0: Yeah, they they always have like little nicknames. Yeah, I
2: think it's under that nick, It's like under a nickname right now. So I have no idea what it is. But I mean, I know that's probably gonna get announced at E3 as well. Yeah. Yeah. So. That is exciting. Nintendo needs to step up their E3 game, man. The past couple of years has been pretty disappointing. Yeah, it really has. (laughs) And I would really like to see what the heck they're going to do with Zelda. Legend of Zelda.
0: They were supposed to be the open world Zelda, right? Yeah. It's not up. It's not up.
2: (laughs) So, I don't know. Nintendo, hopefully, E3 will be a little bit more entertaining. (laughs) Versus... there's all the old games that y'all loved, and now they look prettier.
0: When when is E3? Dina? You
2: know? Usually it's June, around May. May June.
0: May. June. May. It's a little, got a little bit.
2: Yeah, got some time. But it's rolling around the corner, so I'm sure like more news will be popping up here and there. Also, Sony and Microsoft—they always do their like little shows too. hmm mm-hmm. So they'll announce one or two things. No, yeah, no. Yeah. Hopefully, Kingdom Hearts three. I really, I want to know what the game looks like. <laughs> I
1: think
2: they already have gameplay. There's like footage, but I want to know like, like so what beautiful. they're doing, what the exact, what the heck are they doing with it? So I love, I love what I saw so
0: far. Though it's so beautiful, it's just, uh, like, pretty colors everywhere. Yeah, they're <laughs> just bursting. It. So it's just like, and like sparkles <laughs> and like fireworks are coming
2: out. <laughs> yeah, like. Dude, yes. Our <laughs> Direction in that game. That's what I Art mean. Direction in Kingdom Hearts is always so good. Yeah. But I guess you have to when you have, like, the Disney billions
0: yeah. involved. So. Alright. It's, a. Uh, it's actually really interesting, um, that, like, as an older gamer, I still love, like, sparkly lights and, that <laughs> of, like, really, like, happy, like... Things happening and stuff. Like, like Overwatch? Yeah, like Overwatch. Like it's just so colorful. It's just so yeah, it's just so cheery. Yeah. yeah. And, happy. <laughs> and then you play Diablo or just doom and gloom all day long. Oh uh, yeah. It's harder on the ice.
2: Oh yeah.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> you just
2: play wizard. <laughs> <laughs> like to suck it up. <laughs> but uh I don't know. Yeah, that's true. Colors, I am I'm always attracted to more colorful games like oh, Okami. Okami. Yeah. Such a beautiful game. Do you... Do you... Yeah, you know, you're nodding like, you know yet, Kyle? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I just
1: thought it was funny, like, on your podcast. Yeah? No, it right. was like, no one knows about this game. It was like super hyped. The <laughs> <laughs> three everyone about. It. <laughs>
0: no, the, the um, original economy though. Was it
1: Super
2: yeah. right back then? Oh. PS2? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Or Guitar Hero. You know, we have a resident Guitar Hero master.
0: Yeah, I didn't know about Kami until later. So, oh. um, or Guilty Gear and Blaze Blue, super colorful game. Yeah, yeah, color. Happy colors are, are a good thing. Mm-hmm. That's, why, that's all I got to say. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, uh, Jeremy and Kyle, thank you so much for coming onto the show. Yeah, no
2: Just wrapping up the quarantine edition. Thanks for uh,
0: having us. Yeah, no problem. Yeah.
2: As you guys can't see it. Kyle's slowly dying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's been sick over the weekend, so it's been a it's been a struggle. Been a struggle. We've been trying to survive. I'm sorry. He's,
2: I'm describing it now. He's in a corner in a fetal position. <laughs> He's just dying. Trying to survive. <laughs>
0: He's wondering what is this NorCal letter. Yeah, but uh, but you're listening to episode 34 of NPZ Talk. My name is Incarnot. Here with Kyle and Jeremy, and uh, yeah, for now, guys. Oh, I'm starting this Twitch stream soon. Oh, are you? What have we? What have we got? Twitch.tv slash uh, uh,
2: Ricky Ball. Oh, no, not Ricky Ball. R I C three B A one one. So it's my my gamer
0: tag. Rice Ball. Yeah. R I C three B A eleven. Yes. Um, check it out, guys. This isn't gonna go well with your outro music. This is not gonna go well with <laughs> my outro music. But uh But uh for now guys, we are out. <laughs> Have a good night. <laughs>